This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in WIP Daily for a Friday here. Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone subscribing, downloading, of course, following the podcast. And of course, our video podcast as well with Tucker Bagley. Hop on to YouTube, subscribe to the 94 WIP page, and you'll see our video podcast up a few times a week there. Today, I wanted to dive in as we, I mean, I'm itching for it now. We are so close to Eagles training camp. NFL training camps opening up across the league. The teams that are going to be in the Hall of Fame game already there. Rookies coming in. Eagles will be there on Tuesday. Hugh Douglas and I will be there for our first show live from Eagles training camp on Wednesday. Stay tuned to the Midday Show. We can't wait to be there and bring you the best Eagles coverage and talk out there. And as we think about this coverage and we think about this training camp to come, and of course the hype around this Eagles team, which is very warranted based on their season last year, the team they have, where they they rank in the hierarchy of the NFC right now. I thought it'd be fun to do a pre a pre or beginning of training camp NFL power rankings. Kind of really where the Eagles slot in and and look at as I I went through my list how many teams are in the NFC in this top 10, how many teams in the AFC. So I'm going to go with my top 10 teams in the NFL as I view them entering training camp. There's going to be a few surprises on here. There's going to be some big teams that you might expect to be on the top 10 and you're probably seeing a lot of teams a lot of people's Power rankings, you know, pre-camp power rankings that are not on mine. I, I think there are some teams that are overhyped, like, you know, the New York Jets. We're going to be on hard knocks and Aaron Rodgers. I got to see Rodgers actually play well after not playing well last year. And I, I think Salah is a big question mark coach. So then on my top 10, a team like the Jaguars, where everyone's falling over themselves over. I'm not convinced on Trevor Lawrence. I'm not convinced of the Jaguars that they are that good of a team. They'll probably win that division because it's a very young division at quarterback other than what Jacksonville has, and obviously Lawrence a little more established than an Anthony Richardson or a Bryce Young. Uh, maybe Will Levis eventually gets on the field and plays for Tennessee. You could have three rookie quarterbacks at once. So I, I think Jacksonville will likely win their division, but I'm not sold on them as a top 10 team in the NFL despite going to the divisional round last year. So they're not in. No Jets and, and no Jaguars. I think a lot of people would have those teams. Here's what I do have. We'll start at 10 and we'll kind of work our way and yeah, we'll quickly get to, you know, eventually get to the Eagles. Not quickly, because they're more towards the top. But we'll get to the Eagles here in my power ranks. All right, number 10, a team I am bullish on. And I actually have a team at number 10, and I have a team at number 6 that remind me in a lot of ways of the 2021 Eagles going into 2022. And what I mean by that is tough start last year, just like the Eagles had a tough start in 2021, but they came on at the end. Now, these two teams I'm going to mention in this context did not make the playoffs, but they came super close. Like, they were the last team out, and in a different tiebreaker scenario, they could have been in like the Eagles were in the year before. So my number 10 team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think Pittsburgh is going to be good. I I really do. I I wouldn't be surprised if they won the AFC North. Uh, Mike Tomlin's an outstanding coach. Kenny Pickett impressed me more than I thought he would last year. Really came on at the end playmaker. Uh, he's got some Tony Romo a little bit to his game, and I mean that in a, a complimentary way. The way he plays, moves, throws. Their defense will be excellent. 
getting TJ Watt back for a full year. I thought their offseason was really good with their draft picks, with signing Isaac Sayamalo to help out on the offensive line, drafting an offensive lineman, getting another tight end, getting a veteran receiver to put next to George Pickens. The Steelers are for real, and I put them at number 10. At number 9, it, all of this always is contingent on health, maybe, but no team more than the Miami Dolphins. And and that is, you know, with Tua, of course. If Tua is healthy, Miami's going to win a lot of football games, and there will be an explosive offense with the weapons he has to throw to, outstanding play designer and play caller in Mike McDaniel, and I love the addition of Vic Fangio on the defensive side of the ball to give them an identity there. This is a team that could be really, really good. It kind of reminds me of the... It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I was with McVeigh. You know, that first year, they kind of caught everyone by storm, and it was like, ah, step back. And then the step back didn't happen. They actually were even better the next year in year two under Sean McVay and went to the Super Bowl that season. Now, can Miami go to the Super Bowl? We'll see. I mean, they have to win that division, I think, to get to the Super Bowl. And it's a very difficult division. I mean, I, I could make a case for all four teams in that division and one of the three upstarts to knock off Buffalo. I do have worries about Buffalo. We'll get to them. But I have the Miami Dolphins at number nine. Really a lot, a lot working with there. And two doesn't have to be great. It's almost like Goff with the Rams or Jimmy G with the 49ers before his injury set. And I mean like early Jimmy G. Throw the ball to the open guy. There will be open guys. And in Miami, they're open guys with electric speed. Really like what Miami's building. Assuming two is can stay healthy, they'll be a good football team. Number eight, I thought about them higher. It's the Seattle Seahawks. I, I thought they had an outstanding offseason. The question mark is, can Geno do it again? Is Geno Smith good enough to repeat what he did last year? Is this a total flash in the pan like Case Keenum, or is this a late career resurgence, kind of like a Rich Gannon type of thing, a Ryan Tannehill where they go away, you forget about them, they come back, and actually they could play a little bit. I love the trio receivers with Lockett and Metcalf and Jackson Smith and Jigba that they've given Geno Smith. It's a good young running game. They have... Young defenders, I thought their draft was outstanding for the Seattle Seahawks. They're a team on the rise. If San Francisco, who we'll get to on this list, has quarterback issues, and what I mean by that is if Brock Purdy has a setback or is not as good as he was last year, Seattle can win this division. Seattle is a very formidable team, and I think this could be a a team, a sleeper Super Bowl contender in the NFC, assuming Geno Smith is something like he was last year. At number seven, Dallas Cowboys. We like to rag on the Cowboys. We like to joke about the Cowboys. The Cowboys are usually a good football team. And Dak had what I thought was an abnormal year for turnovers. He usually doesn't have that many. He probably comes back a little bit and has a few less. He thinks I'll have less than 10. I'm not sure about that, but it's the defense. It is the defense and the additions they've made on that side of the football with the talent they already had that can make them a really good team again. And a lot of people have laughed at the idea of removing Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore at offense coordinator, putting McCarthy back in. And typically I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't run the ball more. You should have scored more points. But I actually think it's interesting if they play it the way they're going to. They have a strong defense. And if they could shorten games, run the ball a little bit more, more ball control, less turnovers, that defense could be fresh and be in a great spot not to have to 
defend short fields. I, I think the strategy shift is a little bit more logical than everyone's laughing at. Dallas is at number seven. Number six, and I thought about putting him top five because I'm worried about the Bills, who you'll hear about in a second. But I, I kept him just outside the top five because I, I, I thought the top five, until they're, until I see them all take a step back or see someone or one of them take a step back, I think they've earned that 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 grouping of, of the top five. I have the Detroit Lions at number five, excuse me, number six, and I have them as the third best team in the NFC right now. And I don't think the gap between the Lions and the Eagles and the 49ers is significant. I think Detroit's offense could end up the best in the NFC, could end up ranked between one and four in all of football. Look at their numbers last year, and that was Jared Goff's first year with Ben Johnson, who's an excellent offense coordinator. This offensive line is outstanding. I, I put it near the Eagles level in terms of an offensive line. That's how good they are. They'll run the ball well. I think the Jameer Gibbs pick, although I'm not a running back in the first round guy, you look at teams that have taken running backs in the first round, specifically dual threat kind of guys, an Alvin Kamara, a Marshall Falk. You look at those guys over the years, and the team's jump in their first year with those kind of players is significant. And the Lions won nine games last year. Gibbs will have an immediate impact. Jamison Williams will come back from suspension after six games. The defense is one year older, more together. I love what they did at safety with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Brian Branch. They signed a couple of corners. That that secondary will be way better. Jack Campbell is a playmaker at linebacker. And I think Hutchinson takes a leap to star level in his second year. The Lions are coming. I've been saying this since the end of last season. Everyone last week, oh, it's the Lions, it's the Lions. The Lions will be a problem in the NFC this year. They're number six in my power rankings entering training camp. Number five, a lot of red flags here. I put them at five because they've earned that over the past couple years, and they still have the quarterback and the coach and the system in place. That's the Buffalo Bills. But if anyone on this, if any team in the top five takes a major step back, and I mean like rolls from top five to out of the playoffs, it's Buffalo. Their schedule is daunting. They have three teams in the division. Like right now, the, the Patriots are considered the last place team in that division, the worst team. I think the Patriots can make the playoffs. The Patriots could be a 9 or 10 win team. The Patriots will be a very big challenge for the Eagles in week one. When that's your division and things go a little sideways the way it seems like it's going in Buffalo, disappointing end to last year. Josh Allen regressed. Stephon Diggs is upset. I don't know if if McDermott is still looked at as a great coach after the how this team is kind of leveled off now. They miss Dable considerably on the offensive end. Buffalo has kind of red flags and watch out for regression written all of them. They're five for now. I'm not even comfortable with it. It's my list. Five, the Buffalo Bills. Number four is the San Francisco 49ers. Now, I did a post-draft NFC power rankings. I just I went back and looked, and it was an episode we did here on the show. And I had 49ers down in the NFC because that was right after the Brock Purdy surgery. And I, I just felt like, how can I put this team high if I don't know about Brock Purdy? And we still don't know. But latest report is that Niners have him on track for week one. I think that's a little ambitious. I'm going to factor in a week or two behind just because I think they'll be really cautious about it. I still think with a week or two behind, you you can put them in this top four of the NFL. If, if Brock Purdy is himself the guy he was last year, this will be a top team in the NFL. They will win... Week one and two, if he misses a little bit of time, it'll it'll impact things. But let's say they win 11 or 12 games. They're a really good team. Their defense, which was already outstanding, added Javon Hargrave, making it more outstanding. It could be a team that gives up, 
you know, in the area of, of 14 points per game. I mean, they, they could, they really could be that good on the defensive side of the football with those passers on the defensive line. So I put them at number four. I can't wait for the Eagles-Niners game. I want to beat the Niners more than any team in the NFL this year. Number three, that's where I have the Eagles. The roster has taken a little bit of a step back. If you don't agree with that, I think you're viewing it through green glasses. The defense, especially up the middle, has some concerns with youth at defensive tackle, with youth at linebacker, unproven at linebacker, youth unproven at safety. That is a concern early in the year. I think the week one game in in New England is tricky. Then it gets a little soft. Eagles could get themselves together before a very difficult stretch, end of the season, middle to end of the season. But why this team is still this high, even though there's uncertainty on the defense and there's a lot of upheaval at coaching with the two coordinators gone, it's because the offense, it's almost all back from last year. They can replace Juergens with, uh, same Allah with Juergens at right guard. The offense should be dynamic, should score close to 30 points per game. They are the number three team in the NFL. The, for me, the Philadelphia Eagles enter a training camp. Number two, Cincinnati Bengals. That offense comes back. Burrow comes back. I believe this is an MVP season for Joe Burrow. And it will take that to, to hold off a team I like, as you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers atop the AFC North. So I, I think that Burrow and that group, unfinished business, two straight trips to at least the AFC title game. Obviously, the Super Bowl year before that where they lost to the Rams. I think the Bengals are going to be really good again. And I, I think the offensive line additions and some more help there will make Burrow even better than he has been. The question always with them is, can they beat the Chiefs? I mean, it's going to come down to them and the Chiefs again. This is the new Manning and Brady. Every year, it's going to be the Chiefs and the Bengals. The Chiefs and the Bengals. Burrow, Mahomes, Burrow, Mahomes. And that leads me to number one. Number one on my list is the Kansas City Chiefs. They are the best team in the NFL. I think anytime we worry or wonder about the pieces around Mahomes, Kelsey, and Reed, the sillier we are. Last year, all the talk was step back. Chargers, I... I made the mistake last year. I thought the Chargers were going to win that division. I'm not making the same mistake again. Now, I thought about the Chargers for the bottom of my top 10. I did. I mean, I, I think Kellen Moore will fit well with, with Herbert. I am not done with Staley yet. Uh, I was a big fan of his, and I know the, everyone's kind of the other way and thinks Brandon Staley's bad. I, I think he's smart. He just needs to find the right mixture. So I don't think it's completely a joke to think they'll be challenged, but let's be real. Last year, people thought the AFC West was going to be great. The Chiefs won it without much question. This year, I think it's fair to say the AFC West will not be great. You have the Chiefs, who are great. You have the Chargers, who have potential. You have the Broncos, who will be better under Sean Payton, but nowhere near a top-10 team, even if Russell Wilson bounces back a little bit. They'll be a fringe playoff team if they can make it. And the Raiders may be the worst team in the NFL. That team is going to be a disaster. Jimmy G's, who knows what his foot. I don't love the coach. They don't have much depth. It's a bad team that might tank for Caleb Williams or Drake May. So, that division is theirs again. They'll be the best team. They'll probably host another title game. It's the Chiefs. Kadarius Tony's probably going to pop. It doesn't matter who goes around Patrick Mahomes. They are the best team. They deserve this spot in the NFL. So my pre-camp, as training camp starts, power rankings. Number 10, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number 9, the Miami Dolphins. Number 8, the Seattle Seahawks. Number 7, the Dallas Cowboys. Number 6, and they're, they're close to the top 5, the Detroit Lions. And number 5, the Buffalo Bills. At number four, the San Francisco 49ers. At number three, the Philadelphia Eagles. At number two, the Cincinnati Bengals. At number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. That's my top ten. Would love to hear your feedback, your reaction, all that. Uh, send me a message at Joe Gilio Sports uh, on Twitter, Instagram. 
or uh, any way you can hit me up and, and email me and find me, joe.gilio at odyssey.com. I'd uh, love to hear your reaction and, and and what you're enjoying about the podcast, what you want to hear as we get towards football season and all that. Love all the feedback there. And again, the 94 WIP YouTube page, Tucker Bagley and myself put up a lot of video podcasts there um, with different you know episodes. We, we do it on video, which is which is fun as well. So we are we are here. Like We get through this weekend, and it is officially – in a sense, football season, and it's certainly football season here in Philadelphia, and it's certainly football season um, in my mind because we are getting to training camp, and we're not that far away from the Eagles taking the field next week. We'll be there, myself and you, Douglas, for their first practice. Appreciate everyone listening. You guys have a great weekend. We will talk coming up next week, WIP Daily, wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for listening.